0: Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Spotlight Sessions where we showcase incredible marketers doing incredible marketing. Today, I'm joined by Nick Robbins of Top Local and the Crusaders. Super excited to have Nick on the show. Nick is a beast um, with an incredible track record. So thanks for joining us today, Nick.
1: Absolutely, Chase. Excited to be
0: here, man. All right, so um, Nick, you're the co-founder of Top Local, um, which you guys started in 2015, right? Yes okay so in, in in the modern agency world that's a that's a veteran agency i would say dude it was
1: before facebook agencies got hot it was before all this stuff i was still reading uh
0: moz
1: and
0: yes <laughs> and
1: oh man um, do you remember so, how
0: exciting whiteboard fridays were
1: oh man <laughs> yeah, you know what i'm talking about um <laughs> man, i can't even remember some of the old boards i was on um and i was trying to sell seo and websites and digital marketing, hated all of it, by the way, but I needed (laughs) to put my job and moved across the country to partner and build this thing. So I kind of didn't have a choice. Um, But yeah, that's how far back we go. No one really had into Facebook agency back then.
0: All right. So you guys grew Btop to be a seven figure agency, right? You mentioned that you guys have done over 7 million in total revenue in that time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Seven, seven
0: and a half This
1: in the last
0: three and a half, four years or so. That's, I mean, that in itself is impressive, but I think what most impresses me from what I've seen of BTOP is the testimonials. You guys have tons of video testimonials, which to me, when you see that, it's impossible to not buy in. You know what I mean? And um, I think you guys did a really good job of, did you have sort of a regimen of making sure that you were getting testimonials out of people? I wanna talk about that.
1: Number one, agencies. This is the biggest thing that I would sell to every agency. It's the most important lesson you'll ever learn. Everything is your fault. And if you don't start taking responsibility for your client's results and their inability to close the leads, you are going to suffer and have a miserable experience. And I know that because I did that for years. I am really, really good at selling shit. I can bring people on all day. Um, we played the client sharing game. I've sold over 480, 50, 80 clients. I don't know the exact number, I don't count anymore. Um, we've lost over 300 of those clients. I know how to lose a client. Um, but until you take full responsibility for your client utilizing your product, you're done. You're never, you're never going to get anywhere. And here's some, something a saying that we've lived by the last year and in the last year we've tripled our client retention. Um, and that is, it's not about your product. It's how people use your product. doesn't matter how good the leads are. doesn't matter anything. Look, you got, if you're selling the local businesses, and especially if you're running a Facebook ads agency, this might be a little bit different. It's a little easier to post an SEO lead, a Google ads lead, that type of stuff, but Facebook ads agency specifically, and you Think that this guy, this this local business owner who's probably running a sub million dollar business, knows how to close a fucking front door, let alone a business lead. You're done. You're you're out. And so you need to assume that he's gonna suck, and that he's not gonna call the leads, and that they're gonna be you know horrible, and they're gonna complain. You need to be prepared for that. You need to learn how to sell them on differently. So that's a whole different tangent I'm going on because I'm just telling to everyone that because it's just it. it
0: well, we're going to come back to that. My second point.
1: It's making local business owners hate marketers because marketers are misrepresenting themselves. It's not easy to close a Facebook lead. You have to help coach them on that. And just because they say they're good at closing prospects doesn't mean they're actually good at closing prospects. Yeah. So back to your first point with testimonials. Yes, we've had a shitload of testimonials. We've generated a ton of revenue for our clients. We've had some amazing clients. We've got several clients. We've been with us for four plus years now. I think that, you know, we could probably do about 60, 70 K a month, sending out like five emails and, and just be done with it. And not talk to them because we just get the leads. They come in, they crush, and they're with us the alone. They're good. Um, and getting testimonials is critical, guys. We actually do have a regimented way of doing that. Um, we're very big, and it's important on that because, like you said, you saw the testimonials. Everyone sees them. It's so important. We live yeah. in a buyer's world right now where they can do they can do research on who they want to buy from, and so you got to go get video, video testimonials. And the best way to do that is to ask. Whenever they're happy, ask them for something ask them for a referral, ask them for a testimonial when they're happy. Great. That's awesome. Did you hear about our testimony? I love that. It would help us out so much. Here's what we can do. Blah, blah. And if they won't get you one, set up a zoom call like this and be like, Hey, I'll just record it for you.
0: Yeah, Don't. Exactly. There you go.
1: For you, if you ask them whenever people are asking you train or team ask for a referral, ask for a testimonial, ask for a Google reveal.
0: Nice. Yeah. That's a great motto. I love that sort of. Um, and that's something that I think you just forget to do, you know, you're so caught up in the work um, when you, when you sense a win, go for the ask
1: always, always, they're not going to just go out and do it. Very rarely is someone just going to randomly send you a testimonial, even if they want to, you know, and this is the same. You have to teach your clients to do this as well, because again, we live in a consumer consumer's market where they can do a lot of research and they can read a lot. They get to choose. And so you got to have those video testimonials they are so powerful.
0: Yeah. They're so powerful. So let's back up a little bit. Um, I saw a banner, I think on your Facebook that said, learn how to close three to five clients every month. And I think that's where a lot of um, our, the viewers of this show are at. The early stages of their agency, they would love to be closing three to five clients a month. And I know I'm sure this is a big process, but like, are there any quick tips? Like how, how do you do that? How do you close three to five leads a month?
1: hundred percent. So it depends on whether you have any clients or not. Right. And like you said, and if we're going to assume, are we assuming zero clients we can go, I can, I can, I'll give different strategies for zero clients and five clients. Cause there's actually two different strategies there. And zero clients. Uh-huh you've never sold anything or anybody before and you're just starting your business, the most important thing you can do is you've got to go to local networking events. You've got to go to a business, a chamber of commerce, a BNI, doesn't matter what it is. Okay. Before you start figuring about niche, I'll talk about niche in a second because niching down is incredibly important, but not when you have never collected money before. When you need, when you've never collected money or a credit card before, you need to go get face to face with people. You need to go shake some hands you need to go look them in the eye and talk business with them. Okay, the only reason people go to these chamber events or go to these places is to do more business. And guess what? You are able to provide them with more business. Mm-hmm. You should be the hottest thing there. And I'm. I, some people don't agree with this. I don't really care. But like, run a paid trial. If you've never sold anything in your life, run a paid trial. Run a free trial. Give them some results in advance. That's fine. Russell Brunson. I was at Funnel Hacking Live last week, and guess what he said? You should do, run a free fucking trial. Yeah literally said that. So anyone bashed it, that's fine. We got to over a million dollars a year running only free trials. Literally, it's a true story. So anyone says, oh, you shouldn't have to do it. They're just positioning themselves and trying to sell you something. But right. if you're really brand new, it's okay. You have to learn how to collect a credit card and have a conversation. And you got to start by going to people. Next, what you would want to do, and this is what I love. I think this is really, really important. I love the idea of finding 20 prospects Okay, in your market. So this, at this point, you choose a niche, right? You don't have to go all in or marry your niche or anything like that. Just choose sure. something. By the way, guys, don't choose chiropractors or dentists. Just don't fucking do it. <laughs> okay. Don't. It's dumb. Like you just you, like learn how to market and build stuff. <laughs> it's like just don't do it. It's not a good idea. If you want to know where I think the most opportunity is right now, it's in the remodeling space by far. It's in well, landscape. That's interesting. Yeah, landscapers, uh, flooring, bathroom remodels contracting, that type of stuff. Yes, you need to go learn about the niche, but yeah, that's fine. And then also some very niche medical stuff. So what I would do is go find 20 people. This is actually how I literally got started was I actually went to Google and I type in like Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I would type in Chattanooga, Tennessee, blank, my niche, right? And then find like the top 10 people on Google because if they're on the front page of Google, they're most likely doing something to get there and spending some type of money, right? And then right. I put them in a Google Sheet and I'd figure out how to get their email address. You get their email address by using emailhunter.io or whatever. And what I would do is attach their Facebook page, their LinkedIn, and their um, email address. And I would email each one of these people custom videos using, and there's great tools for this like BombBomb Bomb or whatever, back in the day, I just sent them links to Instapage. And I'm like, hey, I can get you free leads. I can do this. I can, I can get specific customers in your market. So I'd send 20 of those emails out. And then I would actually pick up the phone and call to follow up on those leads and now this is where 99% of people watch this aren't going to do this um but those of you that 1% who does follow up and call you're the ones who are going to make it right um and so I call to follow up and be like yo mr. business owner I just or mr. front desk right because they usually pick up I just saw mr. business owner an email can you go double check and make sure you got that email for me right I just want to make sure you got my email it's not the safest cold call of all time right? Sure. And yeah. then you get the email and the video do the heavy prospect. And then you know what else I did is every week I would send 20 custom, uh, 20 handwritten notes to every single one of those business owners. Now you want to make sure those business owners are on the front page of Google or advertising in some way. You can find them on Groupon.com as well. You can find them on Money Mailer. Um, you can go after the people who are already advertising. That's really important, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I would do. And then the third thing I would do, and this is assuming you have a little bit of knowledge of internet marketing. I would go to quick mail or mail shake I'll use, go, go on Fiverr or D7 Lead Finder, scrape an email list, send a cold email to my specific niche. So that's kind of a longer answer, but one thing that you can't not do is you have, to, if you don't have any business experience, you need to go to business meetings, you need to go shake hands with people. And you need to understand and realize that these are, just normal, these are just normal human beings trying to make something. And if you're too afraid to do that, you're never gonna pick up the phone to call somebody. You're never gonna be able to close a deal. So you have to put yourself out of your comfort zone and go do some shit. That's scary at first. I was scared. I wore a suit. I was like, I'll timid and shit, you know, <laughs> do things and it gets better.
0: That's a really interesting point. And I, and I just saw, um, I forget who just posted it and they said, you know, when I'm experiencing burnout or anything like that, I go hang out with my clients and that face to face, it really all sort of brings it back in of like why you're doing it, the impact you're actually having, you know, the benefit you are providing these businesses. Um, so I think the face to face while it can be super scary in the beginning it's often a fantastic experience
1: hundred percent and i got i got a I got a fun surprise for you guys um everything's super scary it doesn't get any <laughs> just the problems just get bigger but what's great is about it's about who you become it's not about it's not about you being scared in that moment it's about who you become over time. the shit that I dealt with dated every single day at VTOP, um you know, three years ago would put me in a coma, you know what i And then it's like, ah, it's just another day. Oh, that's cool. You know,
0: we're totally. To yeah.
1: To there. This is cool. Client shows up, on, or, uh, you know, employee shows up on
0: meth. Awesome. You know? <laughs> 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 All right. So let's, let's hop into the second point. And I don't know if you remember this, but, um, we actually met at a, at an event in Florida, um, over a year ago, I guess. And you had spoken at the event, I believe. And, Um, afterwards, you had mentioned something in your talk about um, a call center. Mm -hmm. And I grabbed you afterwards and I was like, hey, my agency, we're really wrestling with the idea of like, should we make a call center for our clients? Because they all say the leads suck. We know they're not. They're just not closing them. So why don't we close them for them? And you and I think three other people that I talked to about it all had the same answer, which was we tried it. We spent a ton of money and it didn't work. I wouldn't advise it. And it seems like, um, you know, what you just sort of talked about earlier on is, hey, expecting your clients to close the leads on their own is just foolish and it's going to backfire on you. And so I've, I've seen that play out on your website, on BTOP's website, um, where you guys actually say, hey, there's a four-week intensive sales training as part of what you provide. Can you talk about that? Is that how you solved it? Is that the best way to go about it?
1: Yeah, so actually it starts – Really quick, just for anyone watching. If you think you can handle leads for a clients, it might work at two or three clients. But I sold forty-five in two months, and it was it, it gets it's very difficult. Don't do it without a ton of experience and someone who can actually handle a call center. Well, that's like a quarter million dollars at least on that that project. Um, <laughs> well, we didn't it said it actually all starts in the sales process. It, right. it, the 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 intensive does matter, but on the sales process, we have to get them to realize that they are going to struggle with the leads. And you can't just tell somebody that, right? You can't just be like, "Hey, you're fat. You yeah. should go to the gym," or "Hey, you're this. You should, you know, do that. or Hey, you're angry all the time. Maybe you shouldn't be so angry." It doesn't work like that, right? So the way you do that is you ask them questions to get them to realize that they need you. Okay, so here's an example of what I mean by that. If somebody says, "Oh, I close ninety percent of my my clients," or ninety, let's say we're talking high ticket medical, right? I close ninety percent of the my patients that come in the door. I'm like, "Wow, you close ninety percent." How many opportunities do you get every single week? Where are those opportunities coming from? What's your average cost per acquisition on those? And then start drilling deeper and deeper. You might the really answer the first question, but he's not gonna really answer the second one. He's definitely not gonna go cost per acquisition. Because in his mind, he sees a referral or his yeah. grandma as the same closing as someone who's a dead cold lead, especially when you're dealing with Facebook, right? You right. have to understand your different markets and this is where, depending on whether you're running Facebook, SEO, uh, AdWords, whatever, there's a little bit difference of where the, the customer is in that journey and in the funnel. Okay, um, that doesn't mean that Facebook leads are, are worse by any means. They just need a little bit more massaging, and the client needs to understand that. Another thing, yeah. questions I love to ask if you guys want to know what I mean by this, this is how you take control. Okay, ask them when was the last time that you listened to you your staff's phone calls? What's your response time to the leads? Yeah. Okay, so if the last 11 marketing companies didn't work, what, what, was, what was wrong with them? Oh, the leads suck. And they're like, okay, leads suck. All right, let's talk about that, Mr. Center. At what point did the leads suck? Was it because the ad was misleading and they got the bad information? Was it because the landing page didn't collect lead and you didn't get any leads? Was it because you couldn't reach the lead when you actually got the name, email, and phone number? Oh, well, if you were able to reach the lead and they were able to schedule, was it because they didn't show up after the schedule process that came in? Okay, so let's say that they actually, you, you got the lead information, the landing page took the contact email, the, your staff actually made the right call in the front time, they actually scheduled in an appropriate manner and that person shows up and then they get in your office and then you're telling me they didn't make it to a day two or they didn't make it to the follow-up consult, call consult, or did they not have the money? Oh, really they didn't have the money? Did you run financing on them? What would the financing look like? Right? And what yeah. point, Mr. Business Owner, was the lead back? Because they just see, they don't, they're not thinking like critically, right? They just see lead back what they don't right. understand is there's nine steps to get a lead into close. And I don't care what price point you're looking at. By the way, if anyone cares, I it's much easier to sell higher ticket stuff. Um, higher ticket, if you want to know a good niche, higher ticket, short time frame. Okay. Mortgage and realtors are the worst. Um, I, know some <laughs> great mortgage, I know some great mortgage agency owners, actually. I just got off a call. One of them, my mastermind is an amazing um, mortgage agency guy, but he's worked really hard for a long time to get there. So you got to challenge these guys on these things. Right, Because what happens, what most marketers do, especially when you're young, is like, oh, I'll get you a bunch of leads and people are going to show up and it's going to be great and all this stuff. And then, like, you can, oh, if we get you 20 leads and you close to 15% of them, you're going to make 10 grand. And no one's talking about the work that needs to get done. Because what these guys need to understand is business owners, and what you need to understand and what you're trying to create with them is you are literally trying to help them create a license to print money.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: not easy. That's a right. difficult thing to do. Now, depending on what course you learn this from or where you came from, they might've missold you on how easy it's going to be to go out and get clients and go and get clients results. That's an epidemic in in our market in the agency coaching market or whatever, right? And that's why I just just have issues with it.
0: That's an interesting point that you bring up because if you do get a client who has an internal closer, who's awesome, Mm -hmm. it does become a money printing machine, right? You run the ads, you get the leads, you set up something like high level, it converts X amount of them automatically. Their closer closes the rest. Hey, just give us more money to spend on ads. But that's so rare. And I think
1: and that's why you need to build it. And that's where our sales training comes in.
0: We teach you yes. how to build it.
1: But you, the only way you're going to be able to teach them how to build it is if you build authority on the front end before you collect money. Because what's not going to work is you sell them into, you know, getting all these great leads and be like, oh, just by the way, we've got to come out and fly out to your staff and do all this crazy stuff. And you're going to suck and all these No, You need to set right expectations in the front end. The only reason clients ever leave is unmet expectations. That's it. We've all had people, you probably have too, Chase, someone who's getting like seven to one and pissed they didn't get 15 to one. You're like looking at their numbers like, yeah, man, this guy's gonna be fucking happy, he's great. And he's mad, he's making 100 to one. And then you have other people who are making like a two to one and they just stick around for like three years. Like, I don't know why this guy's giving us money, but hey, it's cool, we'll take it, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, these are all scenarios, but I think what what I'm really interested to get out of you is, so I think we both agree that that's sort of on the agency's journey, you that's the where you hit that wall is like hey we're doing our we're doing what we said we would do we're getting them leads into their pipeline they're booking they're not closing these leads and so the sales training how can you as a young agency owner learn enough to build a sales training program for a niche is that even possible i mean do you do you teach people to go find people that can help with that or I, I guess that's what I think people could really benefit from is like, well, I'm new to this niche. How do I know enough to build a sales training on it? But you're going to have to address that problem at some point, right?
1: 100%. So there's quite a few ways to, to go about that. Number one, the fear of learning a sales process in a niche um, and thinking that just because you don't have experience in the niche, it, 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 it's a fear that's only in your own mind. And I, it's normal to have. I had it before I went and coached. I went and coached like 12 of our doctors a year ago. I literally called him up. I'm like, hey, you can't close. Can I coach you? I, I, I sold him a little bit on it, right? And I coached him one on one. And as I was having these conversations, any fear I had of these guys having any idea about what they were doing just was gone because I'm like, well, they have no fucking clue what's going on. And I noticed that every day you're talking with people, none. So if you have a basic sales understanding, um, that's the, the first step that you need, which, by the way, I highly recommend everyone get some sort of understanding of sales. I don't really care whether you hate it or not. Um, you either, you better find a, a damn good partner who you trust with your life, who's going to run it, or you better learn how to do it or else you're going to be struggling. Um, yeah. points. but the other great thing is getting consultants, getting other people in. Now I don't suggest this normally until you've got 20 plus clients. At first, you just need to teach them to answer and call the phone. That's going right. to be enough, right? You don't need to necessarily be able to coach the, the medical provider on how to run a report of findings. Like that can come later. You don't, you, you've got to start with small steps. But first, what you have to be able to do, and there's no excuse for not, is being able to get them proper etiquette to pick up the phone, answer the phone, and track those phone calls using something like high level, where you've got all the conversations in there, which is great, by the way. It's amazing. You can see the lead response times, it's all right there. And you just want to go show it to the client and be like, hey, they didn't call anything, they didn't do anything. You know, that's you can't buy
0: That's a key point. If you monitor that stuff, when you do start to hear this, oh, the leads suck or whatever, it's like, Well, let's take a look. I, you know, I listened to the calls and 50 came in and 20 of them were unanswered during business hours. How are we going to address that?
1: So I'm going to give a huge, huge advice, piece of advice right now that will help everyone at least get a couple extra months out of their clients, which is the difference between being very profitable and not, is assume they're going to suck and secret shop the first two weeks or twice in the first week. Just assume and catch them right at their own game and make sure you have a call with them by week two of the leads coming in, letting them know all the evidence is what they're not doing. And then if you give them all the evidence and you also told them on the sales process, they're going to struggle, then they're going to give you more time back. Like, Damn, this guy's right. He's good. Now, if yeah. you wait and you don't tell them that they're going to suck, if you sell them saying this is going to be a huge and dreams and then you just wait till the second week, you got a call with them, then you're screwed. So get in front of it. Be as proactive as you humanly can and don't just assume because leads are coming in and you're not hearing from a client, things are good. Cause you're going to get a call one day and be like, yo, all the leads suck and I didn't make any money. I want my money back or yeah. I'm not coming back next month. Right. Or even worse, yeah. just sending an invoice without talking to somebody having to renew a call when you first get start those first two, four, six, eight weeks, 12 weeks, most important time by far in a relationship.
0: That's a great point. Cause if you do get ahead of it, then the business owner feels like this person's going to help my business grow.
1: Changes the authority. You have to be able to build authority. Now, to, the one last piece on like, oh, I don't know my niche. You got to fall in love with your niche. Like after you get your first three or five clients, you got to pick one niche, one service, one offer and go all in. That's, in my opinion, that's how agencies are going to be. I think a, 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 I, I think that non-niched agencies are going to become obsolete in the next few years. You're always you're going to have some big VC-backed patient pop type stuff and, and whatever, big aggregators. Um, but for, for our purposes, the non-VC no. stuff... I think that you have to go niche. You have to, it's, it, they're going to become obsolete if you don't go this direction. And so you have to learn about it. You have to ask questions. If people are doing good, ask them what makes them different. People love to talk about themselves. I went around and started um, interviewing our seven-figure doctors. What makes you so different? Oh, how does Becky answer the phone? Oh, cool. Little did I know, I was like, okay, this is how Becky answers the phone in a seven-figure practice, right? And then, boom, and I just passed it around. They just need to go search out and find the knowledge. You know we get in our own way we can't figure this out i don't have this i don't have that like bullshit like go figure it out like it's your
0: job now you know that comes back to your previous point if you secret shop you'll come across people doing it really well yeah. and then you take that and you teach it to your other clients
1: oh secret shop yeah and, and uh, just listen to the leads of the clients who are coming back and see they're getting 10 to 1 especially when you got something like high level right you can literally see what they're doing like okay great this is a great skip you don't have to make the script up yourself right I have to get a couple but it's so much easier when you're niched down 100 niche down, 100% niche down and you don't veer outside your lane
0: yeah that's some good stuff nick appreciate that all yeah. right point number three you're actually at a transitional point in your journey um you're, you're transitioning out of b top into a new world and i saw alex slinsky who i interviewed uh not too long ago who was fantastic um just put up a post that referenced you as a master motivator with stunning discipline. And I think this sort of aligns with where you're heading, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I recently did share a majority of my shares of Btalk to my business partner. Um, It was a very, um, we it, we agreed upon the deal. We kind of knew it was coming for a few months, six months or so. I'm still a minority owner, but I'm a silent partner. I don't really get involved day to day. Me and him still talk all the time. He's been with my best friends for like 20 years, um, but that got done or five months ago. So definitely transitioning um, right now. I've got, you know, a group, a small tight knit group of agency owners that I'm working on coaching that we did a six month mastermind in, and I've got the crusaders group, um, which has traditionally been about agency owners. And one thing that I've always said is, Hey, I have run an agency, come learn from me, but the crusaders is shifting a little bit to some things that I've noticed after coaching hundreds of other agency owners to get massive results and, and really coaching this high level group of uh, entrepreneurs in my mastermind. And I'm going to be focusing way more on working with the overwhelmed, um, lack of focus, lack of energy entrepreneur and showing you guys and showing people, right, how to take their lives back, how to get focused, how to increase their energy levels and how to not be like this, you know, okay, let me, let me take a step back. Most people. And you guys can probably relate to this, live this life where when we're at work, we're distracted by Slack and text messages and emails and Instagram and this and that. And then we're at home with our family or our friends or our girlfriends or our husbands or whatever, our significant others or our kids. Then we're worried about what we didn't get done at work. We're living in this like neurotic freak of like, you know, distracted during work and distracted at home and, and looking at everyone else. And then like, oh, he's closing deals and I'm not closing deals. What's wrong with me? And living all these stories inside of our head. And that is just crushing and killing our energy levels and our productivity levels. Right. So one thing I'm huge on, because I was told a long time ago, I have ADD or fuck that means, um, is how to create tools and have ways of focusing, building up energy through lifestyle habits, all that type of stuff. And then Crusaders is also so going to focus on my, my real passion which is neuroscience, marketing, and sales. I love selling stuff, marketing, all that stuff. So it's going to go a little bit broader. I still obviously know a ton about agencies and agency owners, and I coach a, a group of some of them have seven figures. Some of them are on their way to seven figures in my coaching group. Then um, obviously I'm still a part of the other one, but it's going to be much more focused on execution, how to become an executor. That's really the quickest way I can name it up in one thing. How to become an executor and then fucking dominate your business through marketing and sales and your brand.
0: So this is something that's always been a part, it sounds like you've always been high energy. And I mean, talking to you, I think Alex is right. You can't help but be like sort of pumped up. But um, was there, have you always been sort of super confident? And was there like a shift? Was there a point where something happened and you were like, you know what? This isn't how it's supposed to be?
1: hundred percent, man. So about a decade ago, I was in and out of jails and I failed out of college and then I got a DUI. And there were times where I was buying you know, ecstasy from, from crack houses in Reno, Nevada, where I went to school, drinking every day, drugs, alcohol, all that good stuff. I was given a book um, by a guy named Eckhart Tolle, some of you guys might know him, um, or Eckhart Tolle if I pronounce the last name, called A New Earth. And that was one of the first introductions into the realm of personal development for me. And then I was given Awaken, The Giant Within from Tony Robbins, who's one of my all-time dudes I've learned the most from. And I've just been on this journey of personal development ever since then, and it really started to connect about four years ago um, after I'd started the business a little bit and I started getting out there. I really started to put together these, these tools and these trades and I quit drinking completely. And uh, my life's just, has have shifted ever since. But if you saw the first videos I did, the first videos I sent to doctors, I'm like wearing a suit and I'm like, hi, this is Nick, how are you? <laughs> Everything is an expansion, bro. You, you don't just get good at things right away, right? And I'm still trying to get better at things. Um, and then recently I've made major shifts in the last even year, year and a half. To the way that I operate in my day-to-day lifestyle and my day-to-day habits and how, you know, my meditation and uh, my daily rituals and routines um, that have completely changed my life. And I've been sharing it with people inside the mastermind and, and close to me and their, their lives are being shared as well. And I feel like it's it's not spoken about enough in the entrepreneur community, the feeling of overwhelm, the feeling of envy, the feeling of uh, even depression you know, yep. higher lethargy clients, and especially for agency owners. Like, my hair is gray because of fucking from agency owners. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a
0: world that, it's, uh, it's an industry that never sleeps, right? Client services, you're, you're always on call. So it can be, there's a lot of anxiety that comes with that.
1: 100%, man. And most people just aren't getting done what they know they should and want to be able to get done. And I have tools and strategies in order to, to help people execute. Right. Because people always say they know shit or I understand things. Well, it's like, if you don't, if you're not executing it, you're not getting the result that you don't know it. So stop saying that, you know, a damn thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that's where my real passion lies in the personal development mindset. Like my mission statement, bro, is like, I want the whole world to be happy. So like, I've gotten much longer term visions. First start to work with the entrepreneur and have the entrepreneur work with the, their employees. Right. So that way we can get the average civilian interested in personal development because in our little entrepreneurial world, we're the only people who, you know, want to work on ourselves. The average masses doesn't want to yet. And so I sit back and think, I'm like, how do I reach them? How do we get them to want to improve their lives? Because I know I've got so much I can offer them. I'm sure you know people in your family that close to you who, like, hey, they could you could probably use a good personal development book, right? So how do we reach them? Well, if they have to do it while they're at work and we're anyway. So I've got a whole long vision and plan and how to get down to eventually. Really
0: interesting, yeah
1: order to change the world like my real long-time goal is to tear down education bro i'm so fucking mad at traditional education i wasted so much time and money and energy and effort going to these schools i went to two universities and six community colleges across three states i have a lot of experience a lot of different schools and let's just say that i have a bone to pick with with what they teach over <laughs> there and how that shit is ran
0: wow yeah. that's that's really exciting so if I'm watching this video and I'm like, "This sounds fantastic," um, where do I go? Do I go to Crusaders? How do? Where's the mastermind? Yeah, so right now,
1: the best place is uh, there's two places. Number one on Facebook is a uh, it's a, a Facebook group called Seven Figure Crusader Nation. That's Crusader with the K Nation. I think it's agency sales something or other um, as well. But if you just type Seven Figure Crusader Nation and add me on Facebook too, um, and then on Instagram at, at Nick, @nick_nik_d Robbins. I'm always sharing stories and things like that on Instagram. I'm about to be sharing a lot more content as well. Since I've moved out of some of the parts of my agency, I've got a lot of content I'm going to be putting out there and, uh, and working on.
0: Nice. That's awesome. Well, thanks again so much for doing this. It sounds like you've got a lot of exciting stuff going on. And I love the fact, I, I love the idea of the impact it's going to have on our industry. 100%. And there's one last
1: thing that I want to share that I just remembered that I just thought about. If you don't see it in the seven figure group. Right now, if you guys are interested, I have something where you can actually buy a sales process for $27 from me. And it literally goes through a process. I used to charge $1,500 up to $10,000 to learn. Again, because I'm so frustrated with um, how, how I'm frustrated and I feel for all the agency owners who are losing clients. If you want to learn more about how to actually take control of the client. Take control of a conversation. What questions to ask as well as how to run your demo and pitch in order to keep clients for the long term and get them on the right side. I've got an amazing offer. now that's going to be sticking around. Simply because I want everyone to have it because I know the pain that everyone went through. So I wanted to mention that as well. If, if you go to the crew sevens figure crusader group, you can see it there. You can just PM me or whatever. and I want to want to give that to you guys
0: because it's uh, it's a complete game changer. Awesome, thanks. All right, well, thanks for joining us, Nick. Um, we will see you guys on the next episode. Let's go later, guys. Let's go coach some shit. Uh, wow, that was awesome.